Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted to sample the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Hey friends, welcome to Heal Squad All-Stars, where you get to hear from our top guests. Think of it as a cheat sheet to a better you. All of the best takeaways from the top experts in one show. Okay, friends, today we explore the essence of magic and embracing the miracles that weave through the fabric of our lives and how they shape our perspectives, enrich our hearts, and empower us to transcend the ordinary. First up, we have Laura Bushnell, who's been creating and teaching psychic and magical techniques for over 40 years. Then we have Marianne Williamson, spiritual teacher and author whose wisdom and insight have touched countless lives. Then... Tim Story, a dynamic motivational speaker and life coach celebrated for inspiring others to unleash their true potential. As I always say, get your notebooks out, friends, and get ready to heal. I wait for heaven. Yeah. Why don't we start making this earth our heaven? Why don't we start living with love every day? If we could think about a world family and we could make this world a beautiful place instead of all the problems. People focus on the problems, and you know that never works. Just like the war on drugs, that didn't work at all. Mm-hmm. You know, if we could just maybe we have to have a war on peace, and maybe we'll get peace. <laughs> it's just you know the whole thing seems what you focus. On. Yeah, it's what you focus on. So you've got to focus on the world you want to see, not the world that is. I love. And that. you have to look for the beauty in everything. The world is hungry for beauty. You know, even if it's a weed popping out of a piece of cement, you know, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So you have to find the beauty in every single thing. That's why I wake up and I go out to my trees and I sniff yeah. them. <laughs> and you have that, you know, yeah, but not everybody has that. Yeah. You know, you're blessed that you have it. But if you don't have it, look for any little thing anywhere. that's beautiful. Look in your own eyes, you know, go into the mirror and look at your own eyes deeply. Instead of critically, people go in the mirror and they criticize themselves. They judge themselves constantly. So if you can let that go and just look in your own eyes and say, I love you. I forgive you. I forgive you for anything you may have done in the past that caused me pain. 
and practice that on a you know daily basis, your life will change. Those are great exercises. Mm-hmm. I high five myself in the morning. Yeah, that's um, Mel Robbins. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. she yeah. taught us that, and I was like, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah. what am I going to lose? Yeah. Every and day I'm like, you got this. Yeah, I've had <laughs> clients do it. I think it's a great exercise. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. It works. I think the eyes are very, they're, you know, they're the mirrors of the soul, and the eyes always stay the same in a person. Well, I know that I recently framed a photo of me in the second grade, and I have it on my bookshelf. And every time I turn the corner, I can't help but, like, look. Mm-hmm. And this photo is funny to me because my parents were janitors growing up uh, at nightclubs, and I found this charm on the floor once, and it said, little shit. <laughs> and they didn't speak English. Oh, my gosh. And so they didn't know what it meant. I oh wore it like a little shit. I wore it to my second grade pictures. And and I just oh, think it's funny. the funniest thing ever. And every time I turn the corner, I look at that little girl and I'm like, damn, did you know that this was all going to happen? You didn't. And it did. Yeah. And I Give think that's yourself. another cool exercise for people is to, you know, Tony Robbins does it with the Dickens process in his seminars, is if we could just look back on that little person and say, it's going to be okay. Like, and, and we are okay. And... And just remember that that person still exists in here. Mm-hmm. We're obviously not the same anymore, but we are inside. What would you do to them? What would you say to them? What would you? How would you want to be? Mm-hmm. Would you want to look, them to look in the mirror and think I look terrible or any of that? Yeah. So. Inner child work is very powerful. Yeah, I like people to find different pictures from different years to see where they lost their spark. Because somewhere along the line, you lost it. And if you can find that place, that's a really powerful place to work with. And also just to go inside and just, you know, talk to your inner child and say, I love you and how cute you are and just love your little child up, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get the kind of love you wanted from from your parents that you didn't get. Yeah. Give it to yourself. Give it to yourself. You've got to give it to yourself anyway. I mean, that's your only real love there is. Mm-hmm. You can't give from an empty cup. This is true. It becomes, I need, I need, I need, instead of, I want. So what are your top tips for us to find our magic? Well, having your organs smile every day. That's a good one. Do you go through all of them individually? You can if you want. I just have them all smile at the same time. <laughs> I love it. I talk to mine at night. I talk to mine at night. I talk to all the systems and thank them. But okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the smiling. I like that. Um, I think you have to expect magic. So I would make a sign, you know, expect magic, so that you start training yourself to expect it, because then you start to see it. Um, Definitely looking in your eyes. Uh, Meditating and seeing yourself sweeping everything out. Seeing sweep, sweep, sweep. Uh, and especially if you're looking for a relationship, sweep that pathway to your heart. Sweep and then plant some flowers along the path and start making that inviting to come into your heart, you know. I like that. Yeah. Um, taking time, again, to see the beauty. Look for the beauty. Notice when you judge. 
notice it. Say, ah, laugh at yourself. Don't people take everything so seriously? And all we talk about is work. When it comes to a spiritual path, people are just working their little butts off. <laughs> oh my God. The thing is, it's the most natural part of who we are. Get out of your mind. Stop thinking about it all the time. Let out of your mind and start experiencing life. It's a fun journey. It should be fun. Only people I've hung out with that are very high energies, like Ram Dass, they're laughing all the time. Monks laughing all the time. Fun. They're having fun. Even though they're doing beautiful work, they're, they're having fun doing it. And I think people get way too serious. So, you know, shake it up a little bit. Yeah. Move your energy. Dance. You know, start moving around and sounding, making sounds and clearing out old stuff. The first time I did ecstasy with the uh, psychologist, uh, wow, I made sound for seven hours. I just, ooh, the sounds that were coming out. And then I would, after I'd make sounds for a while, I'd shake and I'd go, now there's room for me. Now there's room for me. Wow. So clear it out. Yeah, there's room for me. And I think a lot of people don't have room for themselves in their life. They don't have room for themselves in their relationship. They don't have room for you. So make room for you and notice it. Notice it. Give yourself those loving, kind words. Good job. Yeah, why wait for someone else to... It's not anybody else's job to give it to you, but also... No. You're going to be waiting a long time, perhaps, to hear the things that you want to hear that you can just tell yourself. Yeah. And give. Give it. Give what you have, you know, share. But, you know, give love to other people. Because a lot of people are in pain right now. There's a lot of fear and pain out there right now. The world is changing dramatically. I like it. We are in heaven now. Mm -hmm. I woke up this morning, actually, and... One of the things I've been thinking about a lot lately is it is what we make it in general. Um, there was a moment where I was like, we don't have community here. Blah, I want to move. Or mm -hmm. like, well, I, I don't know. Maybe I haven't made enough of an effort to make community. Maybe if I push myself a little bit further, I can make it what I want it to be. Mm -hmm. And so it's the same thing. Like, it's life. Yeah. Community, make it what we want it to be. Community has to happen naturally, too. You know, you meet kindred souls, mm -hmm. and when you meet them, nourish those souls. You know, that's, you know, spend time together. Yeah. You'll find it grows naturally. Except in L.A., everything's an hour away. <laughs> well, there's no time. Time doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm always like, we live so far away, it's always so hard to see people, but, um, but yeah. Nourishing them with that intention, I think, is yeah. really important. You can also Zoom with people. Yeah. I know it's not the same, but it's it does help mm -hmm. to stay connected. Yeah. I will add that to the list you know? of ideas. But remember, time doesn't exist. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, 
for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. So don't think in terms of, oh, it's an hour away because those are limitations that you're placing on yourself. Yeah. Maybe it'll only take 10 minutes this time. Who knows? You're right. Time, we're losing a sense of time. Have you noticed? Time is, since COVID, time is really. It is. It's, actually. it's dissolving. Right. 
everything's dissolving like that. And I'll tell you, I have had experiences with time that are very trippy. And so I know that there's a couple things for sure I know. One is that we're living in many, you know, there's no past lives. It's happening right now. All of them. At the same time. Yes. Now, you know, that's a theory or something people have said, but I experienced it. When I was working with a dying man once, I went to his hospital and he was, you know, hooked to tubes and everything. And as I was sitting there, his face started changing. And every fraction of a second, the face would change. And another face would come on. And at one point, I thought, I literally thought, oh, my God, he's going to kill me. Like, I knew the face. And then I was like, oh, no, no, no. He said, too but I tried to talk myself down. And I watched him die. And I watched him, all these faces go around as he left the body. And he was leaving all those dimensions. I thought, that's really true, that we are living in all these dimensions at once. And he was leaving. Wow. I saw it twice. Uh, It was wild. So I think definitely we are. And sometimes people leave from all the dimensions at once and leave. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's probably when you go to a whole yeah, and really time. cool level. And time it can you can stretch it out, you can you know, you can do all kinds of things with time. But we in our mind we keep thinking in terms of time. Mm-hmm. But now since covid people don't even know what time it is half the time or what day I it know, is it and has it's changed dissolving. a lot. You're it's right. And I've seen an astrologer who told me that time was dissolving. Magic is for everyone, and Laura's whole philosophy is getting people to believe that they are magic. Up next, Marianne Williamson. Swiftly and fully. You know, the acorn is already programmed to become the oak tree. And the embryo is already programmed to become a baby. And the bud is already programmed to become a blossom. The universe, nature itself is already programmed to the next best thing. I think all of us are programmed to become the people that we're capable of being. Nature, you know, the flower bends towards the sunlight. In the Jewish book of wisdom called the Talmud, it says that over every blade of grass, there is an angel bent over, whispering, grow, grow, grow. There is this intentionality, you can call it the mind of God, you can call it nature, call it whatever you want. But when you think of some of the terrible things in the world, there must be a lot of love going on that we're still here. We're still here. The miracle, the Course in Miracles defined a miracle as a shift in thinking from fear to love. Now, thoughts is the level of cause and, uh, and the world as we experience it is the level of effect. So to say that miracles occur naturally in the presence of love is simply to say that when we're being loving with each other, good things happen. You and me talking right now, we're we're talking about things that could be helpful. You're always very kind to me. I hope you feel I'm kind to you. It's Mm -hmm. always a a good, you know, there's 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 a generosity of spirit, which increases the possibility that we come up with some wisdom that might be of use and help to someone who's watching right now. It's as simple as that. And then something they might say later, you know, I was listening to Maria Marianne today and she said, that's what happens in a miraculous universe. But there's also a different kind of thinking and it dominates the world. And it has nothing to do with being good to each other. It's about entering into any situation, asking what I can get. It is the temptation to judge one another. 
It is the temptation to blame one another. And we see it everywhere. And we see it increasingly today because people are angry, because people are scared. And so the mean-spiritedness is coming up in people. To say that that deflects the miracle means that love will have loving effects, but fear will have fearful effects because the law of cause and effect is inviolable. For every action, there's a reaction. So if I think with love, good things are going to happen. And if I think without love, then the good that could have happened is not going to happen. Now, the notion, if you get really into the deep spirituality and theology of it, what I love of the idea of a merciful God and the Course in Miracles that says, when you choose not to think with love and not to, to behave with love and therefore block the miracle that would otherwise have occurred, there's a line in the Course in Miracles where it says, the Holy Spirit will hold it in trust for you until you are ready to receive it. Oof. That makes me cry. <laughs> so that means, yeah, you were a bitch yesterday, but be really nice today and the good will still be yours. Wow. Wow. So how do we move from fear to allow the miracle? Well, every religious path, every spiritual path, if you're, you know, there are, there's a kaleidoscope of expressions of God's truth. Once again, it could be, or it could be a specific religious path, mystical Christianity, mystical Judaism, mystical Islam, mystical um, uh, Buddhism, which is by definition mystical Hinduism. There are those universal spiritual themes in all the great religious spiritual teachings. Now, the Dalai Lama said, in order to save the world, we must have a plan, but no plan will work unless we meditate. The Course in Miracles says five minutes spent with the, with the Holy Spirit in the morning is enough to guarantee he will be in charge of your thought forms throughout the day. You know, in my Substack, I, I send into everybody's uh, inbox every morning a little meditation. There are, you know, in today's world, in today's world, meditation paths are everywhere. Spiritual books are everywhere. If anybody right now, the people who are listening to us right now, this is what's happening. Some people are going, yeah, that's right. And I'm so glad I pray or meditate or read that particular book every morning. That's one group. Another group is saying, yeah, that's true. And I know the books and the meditation paths that I relate to, but she's right. I just haven't been doing it. I haven't been doing it all the time. And then there's another group. And this group really interests me because this group is saying, I don't have a problem with this. I just don't know where I'd start. And to that group, I say, just say a little prayer inside your heart and say you're willing and books will fall at your feet. Things will happen. Mm -hmm. People will suggest meditation classes. People will say, why don't you listen to this, to this YouTube on meditation or prayer or something. Anybody whose heart is just a little bit open. There's a line in the course of miracles. The Holy spirit will respond fully to your slightest invitation. And it, you know, some people don't call it the Holy Spirit. It, it, it's not about the language. It's the idea that there is a force in the universe, whether you see it in religious or spiritual terms or not, that knows a little more than we do. It keeps planets revolving around the sun. It causes <laughs> phenomena to occur in nature beyond anything we could come up with. So maybe we're not the smartest thing in the universe. And maybe we should consider the possibility 
that there might be another way. That's the Course in Miracles says that's when life changes. That's when the change begins, when you consider the possibility that there might be another way. So do you pray to the Holy Spirit every morning? Yes, I'm a student of the Course in Miracles. I do the, I often do a transcendental meditation and I'm Jewish. So I have a whole mix of things, but my, my real sort of daily practice is the lessons in the workbook of A Course in Miracles. So how would we... And I've recorded those for people who are interested. They can go to Marianne.com, uh, the program I've called Mornings with Marianne, mm-hmm. where I read the lesson and then I talk about it. Yeah, yeah we're going to link to that in the summary so how would your prayer look like to the Holy Spirit in the morning? There's a line in the Course in Miracles where it says your morning prayer should be, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? It's some form of guide my feet today, guide mm. my thoughts today. You know, you fill a room with light, darkness can't get in. Energy is going to go somewhere. If the first thing I do is pick up my phone, pick up the newspaper, all that stuff we talked about, then my mind is going to be so filled with that. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to get out of it once you're in its grip. But if in the morning you pick up whatever yours is, is it the Bible? Is it the Bhagavad Gita? Is it the Course in Miracles? Is it the 12 Steps of AA? There's so many spiritual books out there. There are serious source materials, there are others. And you, Something that allows, you know, in AA, they say through prayer and meditation. Everybody has their own portal, but it's all to the same holy space. And it always has to do with aligning our thoughts with love. May I be more generous today? May I be more giving today? Because this is the thing, Maria. Your energy is going to go somewhere. It's either going to go to an extension of love that makes your life work and relationships happy and your ability to endure these times and even help transform these times, or neurosis, dysfunction, anxiety, depression. You know, it's like going to the gym. If you go, it works. Mm -hmm. If you don't go, it doesn't work. (laughs) Very true. Very true. It's really, it's your mental muscle. It's, It's your emotional musculature. It's your psychological musculature. You train it. And so there is emotional and psychological gravity, just like there's physical gravity. So if I'm doing an arm lift, right, I am countering gravity. Now, what will happen if I don't do this? After a certain age, flabby arms, Mm -hmm. right? After a certain age, if you're not working on keeping the muscles of your body up, they're headed down. The same is true with psychological gravity, emotional gravity. If you're not working on that anti-gravitational stuff, affirming the good, choosing to be loving, choosing to be forgiving, choosing to be compassionate, you're headed down. Anger, anxiety, cynicism is a big one today. This kind of nihilistic attitude, this mean-spiritedness that's almost in vogue, victimization. I mean, some of the worst aspects of the human character are almost like trendy today. We have to counter that. We have to counter that. And I agree with you. It begins by just working it within ourselves. We can't change anyone else, but we can change it within ourselves. And then the universe provides what you and I are doing right now. Isn't this interesting? We have a platform to discuss it. Mm -hmm. Who provided that, right? Yeah. And to help influence others in a positive way. Mm -hmm. I, I really like the 
the prayer in a sense. Like I've been using that my whole life where I just say, God, take me where I'm supposed to go. I trust you. I'll be a good person. I'll work hard. Just show me where I have to go. And it's funny. I mean, you hear so many people who are like, you got to have a goal. You got to have a plan. And I never really had a plan. Right. And so I'm curious what? what you think, because I've never had a plan and people think that I'm very like, um, that I'm so driven and that I've, I've masterminded all these things. And I'm like, guys, I literally pray to God every night and say, take me where I'm supposed to go. And I just go. I don't have any plan. <laughs> I'm so glad that you say that, Maria, because there's a real misunderstanding there uh, among, I, I believe, a lot of people about the difference between magic and miracles. Magic is where you basically tell the universe what you want. Miracles is where you ask love, how can I help you? And so what you have done is the miraculous path. Because once again, the same force that keeps planets revolving around the sun and turns embryos into babies and acorns into oak trees knows how to plan Maria's life Mm -hmm. better than Maria does. Yes. So the goal, yes, we should have a goal and the goal should be may God's will be done. God is love. Will is thought. So when you say may God's will be done, just may loving thought prevail here, because if loving thought prevails here, I will naturally be lifted to the level of all things good. I love how Marianne explores the realms of consciousness and encourages us to recognize the miracles that are within and around us. Up next, Tim's story, and he reminds us that magic resides within the courage to believe. Oh, my gosh, I love that. I was talking to a few of them one day. And I said, hey, Gladys, now, when people order, do they ever really look at the menu? And she goes, Tim, no. I come and they say, come back. You know, I want coffee, but come back. And then they're engaging in conversation. Then I come again and then they go, "Um, okay, what do you have? And they go back and forth with a friend and they rush order. So I started thinking about this. Life is like a diner. Think how many times the menu was put there in front of us of choices that we could have made that were healthy selections. And we rush ordered because our mindset was not clear and we had lingering results. It's like people that get into a marriage and then they're into it for a while and they're like, I would not have made that choice to marry that person in the right mindset or to take a job, or to lose a job, or to tell somebody to go straight to, you know what? Like I have a a really big uh, active friend that you guys probably know, I won't say his name, but I baked this guy, go, don't quit this job. Because he wanted to walk off the set because he had a bad day with the director. But in that mindset, it looked like the right thing to do. So again, we wake up, Come become aware, take inventory, but partner with the right people. Okay. People who have a similar mindset or a stronger mindset, right? And similar motives. Marry up. Motives. Similar motives. Motives, right. What are your motives? Yes. I always say, like, you know, I've partnered with people on films and I, I learned. Like one guy I was partnering with, his motive was literally just to impress everyone, everyone he went to high school with. 
Yeah. And then I worked yeah. with another star. His only motive was impressing old Hollywood. This guy was friends with all the old Hollywood stars that are no longer with us. Ginger Rogers. Like yeah. And every decision they made was based on that motive. So, you know, my motive was make a great movie. Their motives were that. So, and sometimes the motives would align. I want to make a great movie to stick it up my friends in high school's butts. Yeah. But then sometimes that didn't. So when I sit across from somebody, it's so, but again, I wasn't aware. I wasn't taking inventory, Tim. Yes. And now, you know, if, if you, so when you partner with somebody or, or even for friends or who you hang out with, what are their motives? That's great. That's great advice. So what are their motives? And, and then one would say to us, how do you know someone's motives? It's easier than you think. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will finally speak. So I have become a pro <laughs> at listening. I'm trying to tell you, Bernie Brillstein, who was around Beverly Hills forever, as in Brillstein and Great, that was my boy. Oh, yeah. That's, so wow. Bernie and I would eat dinner twice a month. And Bernie would say, do you know one reason I love you around? And I go, no. Because number one, you're funny. Number two, you're a good listener. So I was really trained to listen because I'm the youngest of five children. And three yeah. of my older, see, see, my three of my older siblings are girls. And I was such a good listener, even though I was like nine years younger than them, I'd like, I'd be listening. But there, there's something powerful about this is that in the listening, you learn what somebody's motive is. Guys, you got to learn to hear the guy you're dating or the woman you're dating. Shh, let them talk. <laughs> let them talk. Yes. 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 I know. Let them talk. I know. Oh, man. Talk some more. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tim, here's the thing: like you, at twelve, this happens to your dad, and I know you, you become even a greater empath, and you go and you help all these people. How is it possible for somebody who is? I mean, do you have to be born with that? That's that's the one troubling thing that I find with trying to help people is I wonder if you're either just born special or you're not, and I I hate that because it's so limiting, but. If is it possible if someone is just kind of that negative person for them to shift the mindset? Is it possible? Because you're you, Maria, you're born this way. Kelsey, even there's people just born special. Okay, so the good thing about being interviewed from home is that I could actually look at like my notes. Okay, so allow me just to say something off these notes because. It's so good that I think that we need to, to understand this. I believe that most of us are truly born with a unlimited imagination. And so I started thinking this way years ago. So I started talking to the best psychologists, thought leaders around the world. Like, dude, I'd be in like amazing countries just talking with great minds. And they kept saying, you're right. They believe that big thinking imagination is innate. It's innate. Now, some people have it in a different 
gifting, like let's say a Robin Williams, because you understand comedy, he could go there in the imagination in such a, a wild way. A Dave Chappelle presently can go there in his imagination in such an amazing way. So you would agree with that, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah. You would say that they have like the bonus level. But all of us have innately this gift from the universe that we are supposed to live a magical life. We are, man. Life is magical. What do you mean by magical? Life is extraordinary, uncom uncommon, not, not, not regular, okay? So it's innate, but it's also learned behavior. So I, I believe that it was given to you innately, but then what you're working on even stronger at this stage of your life is that you are learning to stir up, okay? and educate this side of you. So if you think you've done great things in the past, wait till the next two years. Because if your light bulb was at 60, when we tune it up to, to, to 100, boom. So for, so for someone who is negative or blocked, what recommendations do you have? You know, because I know when I, there's just certain people in, You've you've got to have come across them, Tim. Where you'll present a solution or give advice. No, that won't work. And then uh, you always get screwed in life anyway. And, yeah. and every time I give, I yeah. end up getting used. What? How? How do you help them? Okay, so here's what I think. Number one, sometimes part of that is innate as well, because they were maybe raised around a father or a mother that was just negative. And so they picked that up. It's called the law of reproduction that like produces like. So, you know, we have some friends, all of us that have negative people. So that's their mindset. So what I do with people like that is I'm a little sneaky. I will try to put them around other people, even at a dinner party, who are the complete opposite. And it's a really powerful thing is that now they're exposed to like somebody who does really well, but yet he's thoughtful or she's thoughtful and they're genuine and they're not caught up. So observation, conversation, education. So sometimes you just, if you really care about these people, you just have to introduce them into something else. And that's one reason that I wrote this book, The Miracle Mentality, is to miracle, introduce miracle people, mentality. The miracle mentality to introduce people to a different way of thinking. And you know what? When they get introduced, many times they start to say, you know, really, that's really who I am. And somehow I became this cynical guy that I am. Male or female. So, and if you're that person and you don't have a coach, go seek those people out then. Yeah, because like, okay, look at this. So I found out you guys were doing this podcast. I've been seeing it around. So I begin to binge watch, right? So now I know all your stuff. 
And um, so that's one reason you guys are doing what you're doing. So there's no excuse nowadays. It wasn't like the old days. If I didn't know somebody, I have to go find an encyclopedia. <laughs> or go yeah, to the no, yeah. I mean, it's all out there. It, it's they could watch. They could watch your program every day and get a life lift. So there's no excuses, man. And you know what? Today's decisions are tomorrow's realities. So if you've been a pain in the butt for 49 years, stop it today. Ooh. Ouch. Yes. And it's going to, cause tomorrow it's not going to be, it's going to be a reality. Can you, you have to um, talk, talk about the, the, the plowing of the land and the importance of that. And let me preface it with, I feel like, um, and you touch, you've touched on this before. I feel like with the younger generation, there is this, I've got this big dream. I, you know, I think that they were raised with more possibility in their minds than we were, which I love is signs all over my studios say minds and possibility. I love that. But what is missing, I think between that dream and then the realization of the dream is the work and the years that go in. And you have this yeah. wonderful analogy about the soil and plowing that I would love you to share. Yes. And, and when I mention her, it's cause that's my real friend, like Oprah. Hi. She'll probably watch this. She's my real friend. She's my dinner. buddy. And so Oprah loves the saying that I say that life is not about one big break. It's about one little breakthrough at a time, okay? And you're exactly right. The younger generation, they'll see a celebrity or someone that they look up to that maybe even has a big YouTube following, and it looks like they're overnight success. When, when that happens, it will not last for m- long because you've got see to- See it all the time. Sure. You have to build the structure because when the storms hit in all of our lives, if your life is built on the sand, great is its destruction. If it's built on the rock, it's going gonna, it's gonna to stand. So I believe in what I call the law of the harvest. Now, the harvest is the manifestation of something. Okay. So Maria has seen this in her life. I mean, I've, I've watched her journey. I've watched your journey. So now you got two powerhouses together. But the reality, people don't know behind the scenes on how you guys have like plowed the ground. It's like the law of the harvest. Pretend we're farmers. Plowing is hard work. You plow, but watch how cool this is. You have to plant the right seed. See, some people plow and then they go like, ah, here's some seed. I'm not in the mood. And they got a bad attitude. So. You, you, you plowed, that was good, but you're planting the wrong seed. So you have to become intentional at planting the right seed because whatever you sow is what you're going to reap. So you plow, you plant water. Watch how good this is. Water's repetition, okay? So I have plants in this office of ours and man, you know what's weird about a plant? You got to water it. <laughs> Same with a dream. Funny thing. So how do I water my dreams, Tim's story? You watch this podcast. You read this book. You listen to cool music. Like this morning, dude, 
I'm from Compton. I was listening to Van Morrison. <laughs> I like all kinds of music. <laughs> Yesterday, I was listening to Kenny Loggins. So I go all over the board. So that's part of like water. Classical music. Greek music on this morning. So you get it, right? I get it. Uh, of course. The, the quote you referenced, which I, I think really will speak to the younger generation. He who works land has abundance. He who chases fantasies lacks wisdom. Yes. So that's that's the second part. And thanks for bringing that up. So you got to plow, you got to plant, you got to water. And then payday is on its way. But the harvest will not always come in the way that you think it should. Sometimes you think, I did all that. So, you know, within six months, I'm going to get my harvest. Could come in three. Could come in two. Could come in nine. Okay? So he who works his land shall have abundance. Abundance means overflowing. Okay, but let's get into what is abundance. To me, I want abundance of joy. Abundance of peace. Abundance of gratitude. That's cool abundance, right? This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or mariamenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions.